Thank you to the Lux Lens for supporting this episode of Rogue and Reasoned. Friends, the right presets, adjustments, and overlays can take a photo from decent to damn. My favorite editing tools come from the Lux Lens, and I use their resources daily to help me create incredible images for not only my own brands, but for my photography and business clients as well. See their presets in action for yourself by following them on Instagram at the Lux with an E lens, and be sure to click on my exclusive link in the show notes for 15% off your next purchase. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Wicked Good Soul. With a ton of spiritual resources, Wicked Good Soul is a great space for clarity and connection. Explore the story of your soul, better understand the energies at play in your life, and take hold of your inner goddess and badassness through a carefully guided reading or consultation. You can also download your copy of Sophie's Spiral, a page-turning novella about a mythic journey a Shiro takes into the underworld. Visit www.wickedgoodsoul.com to learn more, and be sure to use code ROGUE20 at booking to get 20% off your next session. Hello there, and welcome back to Rogan Reasoned, you badass you. I'm your host, Laura swan Siegman. It's kind of nice to be called a badass at the start of a conversation, right? Sets a good tone, but I'm not saying it to keep you chatting with me. You are genuinely a badass in your own right, and you deserve to hear it more often. So me, I'm telling you, in case you haven't heard it lately, you're a badass. Go fuck shit up. Now, before we dig in, I want to ask a favor of you. Now, it really sounds like I was trying to butter you up, right? I promise, not the intention. Could you rate and review this podcast with a positive five-star rating and review on Apple or Spotify? And if you're listening on another platform, simply tapping follow or subscribe does so much for me too. I'd love to hear what you've taken away from the podcast so far. And in order for the show to continue to grow and succeed, I need the support of my audience. It means so much to me every time I see a new rating or review and I read and sometimes reread, if we're being honest here, every single one. I hope these conversations are bringing inspiration, motivation, and resources to your life, business, and badass selves, and that you continue to hang out with me in this space because we have lots still to talk about. I love to talk about all the things. Just ask my hubby. He often makes fun of me and mocks me by saying, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? And I can't find the lie because that is me. And I love having deep conversations. Hence why this podcast is probably a good plan for me. So you may be aware of my hobby versus business mindset. I don't believe in having side hustles. It's a one foot out, one foot in approach, and that line is nothing more than hesitation and the inability to commit. I have a whole episode on it, so I recommend scrolling way back and listening to that one too. Episode seven, why you should never have a side hustle. But just know that you either have a hobby or you have a business. They are two separate camps. I don't get why people can't just call that thing they do a business. Why is it anything but? Why is it that side hustle, that little thing you do, or some other dismissive term? Your business can look like whatever you want it to. It doesn't have to be complicated. It can be pretty damn basic and still serve you. You can be what I love to call a simple solopreneur. 
Being a simple solopreneur doesn't mean your business isn't wildly successful or that your product, service, or offering provides a mediocre experience, that your customer doesn't experience big results from their interactions with you, or that you aren't an expert means none of those things. A simple solopreneur is an entrepreneurial minimalist. They need only what they need, are clear on what they provide, and live in their business with self-imposed logistical constraints, not financial ones. Get straight on that one. Your financial sky is still the limit as a simple solopreneur. Let's do a little exercise. Perhaps you're someone that has towed that line for some time now, the one between hobby and business. Or maybe this exercise will help you realize that in your balls-deep efforts, you can scale back a bit to achieve the same income. Regardless of where you fall, consider these three questions. What do you really offer? Like, really, what is the core of your business? Are there a bunch of products, services, and offerings mixed in there that you don't really need to sell the core of your business? Some extras can be nice and may add to an experience, but what is necessary? Secondly, do you have a fucking marketing strategy? I feel like those who are most overwhelmed by taking the dive into business or those who overextend themselves are just unaware of how to market their product. You need a plan instead of just flinging shit around hoping it sticks to someone's wallet. Going to a happy hour without a plan is fun. Business and marketing without a plan is not. And third, lastly, do you really need to put that much time into it? Can your business be simplified in some way? Are you working harder and absolutely not smarter with time? If you're listening in a moment where you can hit pause and give this a few minutes of real consideration, please do. If not, we'll move forward. But I do encourage you to think, write, or record in whatever fashion your answers to these things sometime later. A simple solopreneur is basic, but still in business. Business should be done with intention, but it really doesn't have to be overwhelming. And I want to break it down in this chat and explain how easy it can be to commit to living in a non-hobby state and how to maintain the right simplicity for your likely very busy lifestyle. So tell me, what is it that you really offer? I've cut so much shit out of my business. I still do a lot in some people's eyes, but even if you couldn't tell, I was doing a lot more. I mean, in some ways, I had two so that I could learn and then now share this knowledge and experience with you. But man, if I had known better, so much stuff would have never been offered. Please remember that you are not here to serve everyone. You cannot be everything to everyone. It's fucking impossible. A waste of time. If you serve a very specific niche of people with your offering, that's fine, and you can still make a shit ton of money. If your audience is a bit broader, that is fine too. But you should still only offer what is core to your business. Early on, I was so, and sad as it sounds, desperate to make a sale and unsure of what I really wanted to offer, that I was constantly tweaking packages and offerings to customize them for this, that, and the other person. Customer service, I called it, being flexible. Fuck that shit. You're actually doing your customer a disservice because you're promising something on the fly that you have no business promising. And it's really not serving you because if you wanted to offer that, you would have done so up front. But no, you're here thinking it's the 
chef's kiss on your next sale, and so the words yes and sure come out of your mouth. Whenever a special request is made or a random, why don't you do this, slides into your DMs. Look at your brand statement. And if you've never developed a brand statement before, I have a freebie on my website that you can download, which will help you craft yours. Just head to www.lauraswanseekman.com learn. What product, service, or offering do you need to get that brand statement done? It's probably not much, really. Let's say your brand statement is this. I am a cosmetic educator who helps middle-aged women feel beautiful in their gently aging skin through product recommendations and online tutorials. And I just randomly made that up. But that is a brand statement. Now, do you need a fucking private line of embroidered cosmetic bags, an esthetician license, or a video production team to get any of that done? Nope. Thank you to Haven's Kitchen for supporting this episode of Rogan Reason. Guys, my random Tuesday afternoon Target find has turned into a full-blown obsession. Haven's Kitchen Herby Chimichurri might have been the one that won me over, but since then, I've been cooking with all of their delicious, vegan, and gluten-free sauces. And while I would consider myself a decent cook, these fresh and ready packets have basically made me a full-blown chef. If you're ready to get sauce too, find them by using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Also, be sure to follow them on Instagram at Haven's Kitchen and check out all of their amazing food inspiration there. Quick question. Do you know what kind of solopreneur you are? Yep, there are types. Visit www.lauraswansiepen.com or click the link in the show notes and take my quick less than three minute quiz on my homepage to find out what solopreneur you are most like. Your results will also give you instant feedback on the resources that might be helpful to your brand. Come on, you know you're curious. Dive into the quiz and get your solopreneur type at www.lauraswansiepen.com. Here's what I see. You need a brand, of course. You need to have branding. And if you need help with that, please reach out to me and we can either work one-on-one together or you can enroll in my course dedicated to just that. But after that, all I see is the need for a message, a platform to share your recommendations and tutorials, like in that example, some type of direct selling or affiliate opportunity to earn income, and maybe a ring light, again, for that example, to use with your cell phone. You don't need to offer one-on-one consultations, participate in a ton of events, print out a bunch of flyers. No. A message. A reliable digital platform. Some links. And your cell phone. Of course, this is not legal or financial advice. Having a business requires other elements that I cannot give you specific guidance on, you know, like the setup. But that's pretty quick to set up also. Because really... Why is this fictional person either at work all day and then calling this business after a side hustle or raising a fucking family and calling what they do in between naps some little thing? How is it not a business? You can work for someone else and still own your own business. You can do one thing during the day and another at night and it is still your business. Just because it falls outside of standard working hours or isn't what you grew up calling a business doesn't mean it's not a business. Marketing 
doesn't have to be overly complicated either because your branding guides that. I will always recommend having a quality, and in my preference, Squarespace website as it qualifies your business and is a home you own, whereas social pages can be taken from you at any time. It can be branded well, but bare bones with little to no maintenance, or can be more, you decide, but with a website, a social media account of your preference, an email list, and a way for someone to purchase with you. You're in fucking business, baby. And you have endless, often easy marketing opportunities with just these tools. Marketing, when it comes down to it, is a conversation that entices, assures, and converts. You can do that with these few platforms. And time. Do you have a false perception of the amount of time you need to put into your business for it to be a business? Or can you cut some hours as a simple solopreneur? This is something else I've battled before. I felt like I needed to show my hard work, whether that be to my husband, myself, or someone else, as an entrepreneur by clocking at least the standard eight hours per day or more. I had to have documented time showcasing my entrepreneurship and the hustle involved. This attitude sucks. I suck with this attitude. It actually slows me down and overwhelms me. It can snuff out my creative flame. Guess what? It's okay if you work less than the norm set by society, your spouse or your friends. If you can meet your goals working three hours per day, take the rest of the fucking day off or go tend to that other life shit, why are you still at that damn desk putting on a front? Don't overcomplicate it. Simplify. Your business life, just like your personal life, does not need to look like anyone else's. And you're just as in business as the rest of them with your unique setup. I'm sure there are many ways you can become an entrepreneurial minimalist or simple solopreneur, as I say, because each business is unique and different and might have different tweaks. But just hitting those core three, your offering load, your marketing plan, and time expenditure, you can make business more attainable or perhaps sustainable. You also don't have to simplify. If it's your jam to add all the free downloads, product lines, consultations, event appearances, or whatever to your list, fucking go for it. That's awesome. I do a bunch. I develop branding, design websites, take photos, yap away on this podcast, and other things. But I am doing all those things now with more intention and an effort to simplify in my own way and consider those core points I mentioned. For me, simplifying means I can take on more in other areas or have freedom to dive into something new creatively. For you, maybe it means calling your business a business for the first time or actually getting a full night of sleep. But you don't have to, and it shouldn't be interpreted that I'm telling you to try less. Just give it what you can and want to. And then if you're ready to go harder later or grow in some way, do it then. I just needed to sound off on it being okay to be a simple solopreneur. This week alone, I feel like I've seen or heard at least 25 people on social media calling shit side hustles or this little thing or whatever they say. I want to shake them and be like, tell me about your business, not your side hustle. If you think it's petty, little, or not a big deal, everyone else will too. So stop talking shit about your skill. 
Does any of this hit home for you? Can you see yourself stepping into business now? Can you picture what life would still look like even by scaling back in some areas? Let me know and share your thoughts with me on social. Tag me in your stories and posts at Rogue Reason Podcast or at Laura Swan Siekman, or leave some words in a comment on my in-feed social post for this episode. We'll keep the conversation going and maybe you can drop some simplification pointers on me as well. We are going to go our separate ways here now until our next chat. Go fucking enjoy that sexy, simple business of yours or keep going balls out. Either way, thanks for being here and I will connect with you soon on the next episode of Rogue and Reason. Talk then. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.